Welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about showing us the ultimate dance. Thank you very much. I can't stop crying. Buckets of tears. I'm Brandon. And I'm James. And today we're going to be talking about a DDR-inspired mechanic, high fantasy passion, and some goals for 2024. All right. Well, welcome to a very special, very Christmassy, very holiday recording of Stop Back and Roll. Do you have Christmas Uh, stuff planned? Holiday stuff planned? I am drinking a Trogues Mad Elf. Okay. Which is a holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey. I'm drinking a Diet Coke, which I drink year round. And uh, is one of the colors of Pepsi not red? Uh, Like a Christmas? Diet Coke, not Pepsi. So. Oh, there's a Pepsi. How did I miss that? (laughs) That bodes well. That bodes well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diet Coke. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so this, I think, let's just get this out of the way. I think this will probably be our last episode for the year because we're not going to release an episode while we were. I mean, this would be our last release episode of the year anyway. Because Either way. Next year. But I think we're probably going to skip the first. Or the yeah, second. probably. Um, yeah. And then so we'll be back on the 16th. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, unless we decide to. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how crispy we are on the first. Yeah. Maybe I got some ideas. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we've got maybe we've got ideas. Maybe we've got ideas of games that you play by eating twelve grapes at midnight. Yeah, ooh, that's a good name. Or by a tabletop game. Yeah, yeah. Or filling up uh, your suitcases and running around the block. I love uh, twelve grapes at midnight, a tabletop game you can only play once a year. (laughs) That okay? Wait, that's really good. Except it has to be so quick. It, it doesn't make yeah. sense. It wouldn't work. Um, you get one. No, here's what it is. It's a, it's like a cyberpunk shadow run kind of thing, <laughs> but you only get one. You resolve one like conflict a year. Mm. And so like you go like, you know, okay, you're, you're all like on the rooftop and like, you know, uh, cyber corp is there and they're, they're all like lowering their, their, uh, weapons at you and, uh, eat 12 grapes right now. <laughs> and for every grape you eat, you add one dice to the pool. No, no, you just, if you don't eat your 12 grapes, you oh. die. <laughs> okay. It's like dread rules. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and if, uh, if you're not with the same group of people next year, uh, it's cause some people switched sides. You just have one story. <laughs> they, sold <out. laughs> they sold out, you know? It's, yeah, in in the intervening five minutes, this got yeah. dark. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's cyberpunk for you, baby. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Ending this year strong with our first complete game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love oh the idea of a, of a game you can only play once a year. I do actually really love that. There, there's the yearly yearly tradition game things or yearly tradition things in general always I, I just love them especially when they're like weird stuff like um uh he, here's an example i play a tabletop game with jeff stormer yeah. one time a year yeah uh very occasionally there will be a second one but uh i yeah. guess tomorrow if you're listening same day uh all i want for christmas is to get out of this in mall <laughs> is uh dropping on party of one yeah i saw that uh, we had a lot of fun i mean my example was gonna be jeff stormer's uh, nog cast <laughs> of just uh, a once yearly the, podcast about eggnog that was the other thing i was considering saying and then i was like wait a second this is an opportunity yeah. for some like synergy you know yeah. so <laughs> and then then the other one is uh paul blart mall cop to mm. uh till death to us blart yeah yeah those are the three traditions that exist more people should do more non-religious yearly tradition yes more non-religious yes religion has had just it arbitrary too easy they, they've been getting to set up traditions that would be fun we do have um we need to start celebrating does anybody cake day yeah i know we really do which it's is on my the, calendar a, every year i say i'm gonna make a cake or i'm gonna print something i'm gonna get yeah. a cake with the tweet printed on it um i think and i have year a, i don't I need to go make sure before Twitter falls totally apart 
that I have a good high res image Ooh, of yes. the tweet. <laughs> I think I Elsbe- do. I think you do. Elizabeth got a shirt uh, of the tweet <laughs> made for me. That's <laughs> so great. I have my Does Anybody Care shirt. Oh, it's so uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently last episode of the year is for deep lore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, hey, uh, if you happen to be following us in October 2019 on Twitter, something like yeah. that. Uh, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Me too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's talk about things that aren't on Twitter. Yeah. Um. I also want to just like applaud us real quick for not even raising the possibility of calling it the other name. No, <laughs> like, no, it's Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope that's what yeah. we've been doing in other episodes. Like, as well. It is like, let's talk about things like that aren't on Twitter. Like this thread about a TTRPG idea that started on blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because, perfect, because perfect. I have some thoughts on this groove radar. <laughs> On, this, on Groove Radar, you know what's really funny, actually? I think both of the ideas that we talked about mm-hmm. talking about on this are me tweeting on Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on seven days ago, December 10th, you tweeted about how... Seven days ago? That I feels know. like a thousand years ago. Um, about how you'd accidentally thought about the, D- the DDR Groove Radar <laughs> and tweeted a picture of it. And it's just a, it's a radar chart with uh five stats of stream mm-hmm. chaos freeze air and voltage it's the same kind of chart if, if you don't know what a radar chart is and you haven't played ddr it's the same kind of chart that pokemon stats are on yeah that it's mm-hmm. like uh, a star and it has basically like you you make like a shape out of the dots going outward from the circle you have a pentagon yeah yeah but it's it has it has points equal to however many stats you are there there are yeah. And then you're just basically you're ranking them out of whatever they are. And then instead of it just being bars or charts or whatever, it's it's a uh, it, it makes a little gem shape. Yeah, it's it's just a stats list. Like fundamentally, I, yeah, it is just a stats list unless. OK, wait, here's a rule we have to have. Mm-hmm. We need to use it not as just a stats list. OK, OK, so I feel I, like I've. Because otherwise, this is just your stats, right? Yeah. So I had I sort so I had a couple I had a couple of thoughts. Um, yeah. I well, so first of all, I'll say I used to make these charts, uh, radar charts for masks characters, just as a visualization thing. Oh yeah. Um, because I just like radar charts a lot. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't play DDR and you didn't play Pokemon, but you do sneak into James's house while he sleeps and look yeah. at his masks notes, please don't do that. Then you will know what a radar chart is. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing, my, my first reaction was that this was a way to assign XP at the end of a session yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by basically like, um, <laughs> well, because I misremembered because the groove chart, the groove radar is how difficult the song is Yes. or is yes, it's how, like in different rating. ways. Um, I was misremembering it as how well you performed in each of those categories. Okay. Um, and so that's why I was thinking that like you could pass around a chart <laughs> and everyone could rank you. Um, I mean, that's also really good. Yeah. Passing around a chart and having people rank you and then you draw your little shape. Yeah. And especially because I like the idea of you. You're asking it, it has to be fat if you're doing that at the end of if depending on how fa- frequently you're doing it. Um, yeah. It has to be fast because. Yeah. And, and so I don't want people to be ranking you out of five or whatever. What it is, well, yeah. the way I would do it would be everyone would say, do I think they did okay at this? And then I assign them one point. You can give, and so everyone mm-hmm. can give everyone else one point in each of those categories or choose not to. And so if five yeah. people said you did well at voltage, then you have a five. If two people said you okay. did well at voltage, then you have a two. Then you that way two. it can be quick. Because you can say, am I going to give yeah. this person a point in this or not? Uh, and then move on. And you just go quickly, tick, 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 tick on the five stats yeah. and, you're, and you pass it to the next person. Um, the thing that I sort of started following out of that was then, what if then those are like a currency that you spend during the next section of play? Okay. Okay. I like that. So that you then reduce your number. I was thinking, so that basically like, because what we're talking about essentially was doing this as like a scene by scene thing. Yeah. Uh, that, that after each scene, you pass around everybody's radar and you, you get set up on your radar. And that is like, you know, I guess like the vibe that your teammates <laughs> think of you as it's yeah. definitely got like 
labels and masks yeah. feel to that, right? Um, I was thinking, you and I have similar, similar but different thinking on this, that the that you have levels that like you know like a uh, an air of one, like you know jumps like a human. Mm-hmm. An mm. air of five can literally fly. Yeah, and so like you have like your stats. And, like, basically that defines, like, your narrative abilities in the next space? Yes. So another way that I went, and I actually wrote this down so that I'd have this yeah. as an example, was I started thinking about it um, because one of the things that I've been obsessed with for a long time is the, um, I'm going to call it Wander Home because I'm not, Wander Home has some origin in belonging outside belonging, right? I'm, I'm just not super yes. familiar with that, the core thing. But I'm so- familiar with Wander Home. So belonging outside belonging, um, is dream specifically, askew. yeah, it's like dream askew or it comes from dream askew and it has, uh, kind of, it has like some specific thematic elements that, yeah. that you would expect to have in it. And without those, it's no dice, no master. Okay. So, but whatever. It's so, my understanding. But again, I might also be either way, and, my, my experience with that is not, is just with Wander Home. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. going to talk about Wander <laughs> Home. Um, but one of the things that Wander Home does is it has for each of your, um, for each of the, the, the play, I'm going to call them playbooks, but uh, each yeah. of the, the kind of character archetypes you can play has like a, uh, you can always do this list. Yes. And so then I yeah. started to think, well, okay, so, um, uh, because the other thing we might oh. talk about is, um, the other thing we might talk about is Three Musketeers. So I said, what would this look like for Three Musketeers? And so I came up with five stats of dexterity, charm, cunning, valor, and loyalty for okay. Three Musketeers. And then so what if everyone ranks you? And then for the next scene, um, I don't know if this is playbook specific or if this is general, but there are like lists of if you are rank yeah. one in charm, you can always do this. When you, if you are ranked yeah, two at charm, you can I always like do this. And so then you would kind of change. And if like um, the one of the ones I had picked out was uh, at rank three of charm, you can create an elegant diversion. Nice. Um, nice. And so maybe you do that in one scene. And then in the next scene, if people rank you lower in charm, you lose the ability to do that. Uh, and so you would kind of have this sort of shifting ebb and flow of your ability to, to do things. Yeah. Based off of that. That that's exactly kind of what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking of it in the, uh, no dice, no masters kind of setup, but that fully makes sense to me. That is exactly just using the, the radar as stats, which is the thing we said, maybe we don't want to do. Okay. Here's my idea. I've got an idea on this. Yeah. Um, Using the radar as a drop table. Okay. If you're trying to go above your abilities. Okay. So if you're like, I want to do something that isn't like one of my choice things, then you drop your die onto the middle of it. And if it lands within your radar. Yeah. Then you're able to do the thing. Now use that stat to justify it. Oh, okay. So like, you know, you, you drop it and it's like, like uh, you know, I, I need to, I need to, to charm the king. I need to get this figured out. You drop it. And instead of charm, you roll, you know, panache, uh, you, you roll gumption, mm-hmm. you roll moxie, you know, um, your stats that are all the same stat. Uh, and then you just got to justify how it is you use that instead. Yeah, that's interesting. Because that's very much like um, I'm getting. Oh, I'm getting my hard drive is is not spinning fast enough for me to load this while I was talking. But um, try uh, spinning it faster. I'm getting vibes. Have you tried replacing it with dice? Spinners and no. dice are the same thing, so it probably no. worked just get out of here. That's why um, my computer rattles the entire time <laughs> that we're recording is that mine has dice in it instead of hard drives. Um. I finished saying that I hear the chunk of my computer. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the veil and the emotion wheel where you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're doing different things, but depending on which emotion you roll different stats and then you have to just explain how you're doing the thing fueled yeah. by that one of those different emotions. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Right. Like that feels like something. 
Mm -hmm. There's definitely something here. Or, or we turn around and it's a GM tool. Mm -hmm. So you, because it's supposed to be difficulty, right? Like in theory, the original groove radar is difficulty. So you're rolling as a, you're drop tabling as a GM and figuring out where things are lying for that. And then that helps you create the encounter or that helps you create the adventure. Could be something there. Setting some challenges. Because the five values of the groove radar are stream, which is the overall density of steps in the songs chart. Voltage, which is the peak density of arrows. Air, which is the number of jumps. Freeze, which is the total length of freeze arrows. And chaos, which is the number of non-fourth or offbeat notes. Okay. I opened the DDR wiki before. And I think we can all agree that that is that that sounds perfect for a game. What else would you need? Um, But legitimately, though, I do think that that you could set up like. I feel like you you got to go with like some vibes like go like um like a jet set radio kind of feel. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that, that you're going like 90s I don't know what to even call it like 90s hyper cyber pop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like bright like, colors. It's not, People are rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's not cyberpunk, right? No. But it's got like some flavor of that. Cuz it isn't serious pop. So I feel like cyber pop is a thing, right? Like like you're like, because you're like these big characters, right? You're like yeah. this like ridiculous. I think cyber pop. It, is, it the is right poppy. I, I like that. Honestly, I like pop in yeah. general. I googled cyber pop, a... and I'm getting a lot of images that look right. Yeah, I kind of like. I, I hadn't thought of it that way before, but now that it's escaped my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> that is what I want. I want to make like like you know people make like sword and sorcery punk. Yeah, it's like sword and sorcery pop. Yeah. That's just, is that Final Fantasy? Maybe. I don't know about Maybe. Final Fantasy. I don't know a lot about it. Although Final Fantasy also gets pretty dark sometimes. Yeah. So, probably not. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, it's, how do we use a radar chart? I do like the, the drop. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, drop dice stuff. But I, yeah. like, the thing that the thing so okay so just like on a very basic level the thing that a radar chart does that like a stat list or the the masks labels thing does is yeah. it produces this shape so is yeah, there some exactly. way that like the shape can the shape has to know. do something yeah right? it can do something like or or cuz if we're not taking advantage of the shape then why are we doing this as as a radar chart? Yeah. Um with the shape, you could do like the Pokemon style thing that there's like uh that each shape, if you did like a six-sided shape instead of a five-sided, that like they kind of have opposite things. I don't know if it's always formatted that way. Yeah. But like and like have like one side pull the other side. But I don't know if that's satisfying. I don't know that that. I don't know that like does anything. anything different than just having a stats list, though. Just having a stats list, yeah. Except that you'd be like, these two stats are contrary to each other. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's drop tabling. Yeah, there's got to be something there. Yeah. Uh, dropping, if, okay, wait. Dropping a, but, uh, yeah. Okay. What if instead of drop tabling, it's a dexterity game? <laughs> that you're rolling and trying to get like when you get like a good success, when you get like a thing that like moves the plot forward, mm-hmm. you're like flicking a die and trying to like curling it into the GM's radar of their difficulty. That's funny. That's a curling. <laughs> curling is a GTRPG <laughs> mechanic. I was thinking like, what if you had four different things, if you had a shape and you had to like <laughs> like kind of like um uh fit the shape through your shape your radar chart 
Okay. Like, where does this square piece go? Kind of. <laughs> can this, can the shape of this spell fit through my, like, if rather, if imagining it as a hole as opposed to a shape. Wait, it's your backpack. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the other thing I was thinking. Like, could this be a backpack of spells or something that the that you have to then fit the shape of spells onto that shape? And if you you're can, like putting, like, then your... you can have those spells. You're like putting the rollerblades like here and like a guitar over there. I wonder. I don't hate this actually. I wonder. Okay, so I wonder if this is okay. What if um? What if uh? What if it's not like that kind of an inventory? And this is I have no idea how you would go about doing this. But what if um? What if you had six at or five attributes of how like something about we're this sticking is with magic. the groove radar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Then you had, what if it's as part of like building a spell? Because this is the other thing I love that I don't mm. get enough in TTRPGs. And so you have spell components, but I don't mean like the the pearl and the fairy dust or whatever. No, like, I mean like it like this does is it a target, spell that takes two freeze. Yeah, or does it target multiple people? Does it target one person? Does it use fire? Does it use... Mm-hmm um does it does it shoot a beam does it explode like kind of like all the different aspects that craft a spell and they all have different shapes and you have to fit them in the shape of your skill shape i could see that i could see that i don't know how to do it yeah but i could see it you'd have to like have all these different shapes and have them like printed out as blocks basically like tetronomos what are the is that what they're called tetronomos the little what are the little my kid That's, has? Them. Yeah, uh, like like Tetris pieces. Okay, that wasn't what I was thinking. But you're right, that is Tetris, isn't it? That's um, the, it's like the geometric shape blocks. Yeah. That you make like patterns. They might just be called foam pattern block, just pattern blocks. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The ones you'd get in like you do in like math class. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly those things. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Little, like, yeah, plastic yeah, pattern like, blocks. I wonder if you could just buy these. There you go. Just buy these and and then, like, say, okay, the, the hexagon is, uh, is, is whatever. The diamond is this. The triangle is this. Yeah, because then you're, you're spilling those things in, and you're just making that shape fit and then, within yeah, your shape. Yeah, like, they each represent core elements, and then, like, if you can add extra diamonds into your shape of your radar, of your groove radar, then you can cast a spell that hits it, more people or yeah. is more potent in some way. And it's like scene by scene. So mm-hmm. I think that they stay there for the scene. Oh, okay. So I was like thinking, you, for this, I was thinking just build the spell and cast it. And if they fit, you can cast it. Okay. Cause, cause I'm thinking like, if you have a thing that you're like, putting the things on and like leaving them there, then you have to start counting on everybody else too. Mm. You know, but I kind of think that this is where it is. Like use <laughs> putting shapes into the groove radar. Yeah. As opposed to like drop table, uh, drop, uh, tables. <laughs> it does and require like someone just having pattern blocks. Yeah. But we could put up That's a set of don't, that's yeah, not printable the, pattern. Yeah, you can blocks. print them out of paper. Also, this like you can buy this this education pattern blocks of two hundred fifty for fourteen dollars. So yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> if in a world where we're asking people to buy fifty dollars of dice normally, <laughs> I think I'm okay saying hey, for we're this. not actually asking people to buy fifty dollars of dice. Usually, realistically, they're they're, like they're begging us to make seven dollars <laughs> that they could spend fifty dollars to buy dice for. I do actually think that this is maybe what how to make that game, how to make this game work. Cause then yeah. you just have the character sheet has like your space. And then are there, are there classes? <laughs> I kind of like the idea that there's classes that give you different effects. So like, you're like, you're like the brute. And so like, as the brute, your, your smaller dice are like things like smash a wall. And well, your okay. sh- smaller oh, shapes oh. are things like smash a wall. What See about- what I mean? What about what about um okay so not skill not not um not uh yeah 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 okay so what right? if it's okay so what if it's things so you have like so in a normal in a normal like of these pattern block things right I'm just looking at this picture um yeah. you have like 
a larger octagon, you have a smaller pentagon, you have a smaller square, and then like the diamond to the smallest one. So if you are playing the kind of like bruiser archetype, um, then... With needless to say, like a ridiculous like cyber pop. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like it wouldn't be the bruiser. Then like bust through a wall is your diamond action. Yeah. And so you could do that a bunch, but like... Easily, yeah. But like maybe... Uh, hack the the mainframe is your big yellow hexagon. Yeah. And so you can't fit as many. You could still do it, but you can't fit as many of those in your, your, your big, in your shape. Your big yellow hexagon is like uh is like um uh with no collateral damage. Yeah. So if yeah. there are <laughs> if there are six shapes, then everyone has six actions and the different actions are descriptions, right? Like like actions are modifiers, I feel like. Oh, I was thinking actions, but I could see it without. Just so that, like, so that you can, like, chain the things together, right? Like, destroy a wall is, like, I think less interesting than, like, break something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. that makes sense. I gotcha. But there's, like, And yes. then, like, with also an assumption that you're going to be, like, uh, roller skating along the side of a building. Yeah. You know, like, so lots of... But, but, but the, the core idea that, like, uh, the 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 cyber tech and the bruiser are good at different things. Yeah. And whatever whatever the thing that you're good at doing is the is is represented by the diamond, and the thing that you're yeah. less good at doing is represented by the big hexagon. And so over the course of a scene, as you're doing actions, you can you could like you could maybe say, hey, I could break through this wall, but not quietly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so, like at the beginning of your at the beginning of each scene, you might be like, "Oh yeah, I'm flush with abilities. Let me just I can do this. I can do this." And then as things go on, you're like, "Um, uh, I hope we have to break something." Yeah, and you can kind of play a game of like, while other people are think like like oh, I really want to do this action, but that's going to require me to put to put this uh um with this shape on the on the uh. On my on my my radar grid somewhere. Yeah. Can I rearrange these shapes um, to make things fit? To make things fit, it does add an an extra interesting aspect of maybe there's a, like certain actions let you put shapes on top of other shapes. Mm, that's so something. Yeah. Then you have a smaller like a shape that you can double up on. Yeah. Um, and there could even be some stuff of the GM deciding what shapes you have available. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's like, that's like maybe even a mixture of difficulty. Like, they're setting the difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love this. I kind of love this. I, this is, con- is going to be controversial. I don't know if we need the changing between scenes anymore. hmm I think that makes it too complicated at that point. Yeah. I think you're setting your stats at the beginning. And like probably they might change just like any game. Yeah. But like it might be that you. Hmm. Although then at that point. It's just a shape. If it's not meaningfully changing. So here's the thing. If you have. um. So if you are the way that the way that a a radar um, chart works yeah. is if you are substantially if you're bad at everything, then you have a small have a but uniform area. shape. Yeah. If you are better at something like if you're better at one of the five characteristics than the others. Yeah. Then you have like a long spike that comes out yeah. of your little shape. And Which right, might be good for fitting like. Uh, the Pentagon or anything, yeah. Or hexagon rather, yeah. It would just be extra play, like it would. And then as you get better at everything, then your shape gets bigger. Yeah. So you can do more things. So why would there be a benefit to like specializing? Because Un- you could, because you could get a bunch of a bunch of diamonds in there, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd have to, that's kind of maybe you'd have to play test a little bit and see like, do I fit more diamonds in here? Um, you, you know what it might be? It might be, um, that between scenes, everyone tells you which of the things you were and you add it. And this mm. is a one shot. 
Okay. Because like we're asking people to sit down with with children's play toys, <laughs> and I don't know a whole lot of campaign length games that you sit down with children's play toys. Well, this could be the first. This could be the first, but uh, something about uh, end of December just makes me want to kind of just <laughs> fall into that same same kind of groove. Is this a game that you can only play once uh, a year? A path less travel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the release of DDR Day. Yeah. When did DDR come out? September 6th, 26th, 1998. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm. 1999 September in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's something there. Because like like, like, if you just have it so the players, like, like after each scene, the players vote on what stat you most embodied, and then it builds out. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get to experience your thing growing through yeah. the adventure, and that feels fun. And if it's a single session, like, that's quick. Yeah, and everyone will be looking and going like, you know, oh no, chaos! Like, I don't think it'll be difficult for people to say what you've done, you know. And maybe it has the same assumption of like, you're able to do X thing with X ability, and then your spells, which are of course fired off through music and dance. Yeah. Uh, by <laughs> my, my tapping into the the dance dance revolution waves. Yeah. Um, are when you like the dance grid with the dance. Yeah. When you, when you activate the dance grid, um, that's when you like put pieces down, but by being higher in stats, you have like some default things you can do. Mm-hmm. Is that too much? No, I don't think I so. I don't think it is. Especially if, um, especially if we, if we shift. So if, if like, um, being at a certain rank in the thing means you can do certain things. Like, what if, like, yeah. you, I think you said this, but I don't know that we, we really explored down that path, but, like, if the shapes are adjectives yeah. that modify the ability that you're doing. So if yeah, you're, the- if you're, like, if your rank one whatever thing is, like, you can always flirt with people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a good example. Um, if, if the, <laughs> if the, if the, if your rank, whatever thing is like, you can, let's go back to burst through a wall, then yeah. maybe your diamond is like, you can, if you're the bruiser, your diamond is like without, um, collateral damage or the big yellow one is quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. And so you have like five for six adjectives that you can apply to the actions that you're doing. Do yeah. I want to do it quickly? Do I want to do it without this damage? Do I want to do it showy? Do I want to do it in a distracting way? Whatever. Like, whatever those things are. Yeah. And then, so you can only do a certain number of things d- <laughs> quickly before you start to run out of space. Yeah. I think so. I think that... That feels feel like, like that the best way. great to me. I really like that. Um, And then there, there is kind of just the question of, then do the stats matter, or is it just a growing space? Yeah, you know well, I mean? if if they are allowing you to do more of a specific and type of action. Yeah, they've got... Oh, that's true. That's true. Then they matter in that sense. Yeah. I feel like this is something. Yeah, this feels, there's something this there. This feels really entertaining to me. <laughs> I do. I do think that it does. This also feels like an opportunity for me to use my favorite name that I've ever used for something. Yeah. Which is Jacked Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Which was yep. from another weird cyberpop game we played. I think that was Masks. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we ever played. Or maybe maybe we did that. Was Maybe that, that was from like the first Masks game we ever played. Yeah, I think I think that was the first Masks <laughs> game that I played with the with the kind of home group. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I like this. There's something here. There's something here. This is, this is maybe a chew on it over the holiday break. And then. Yeah. Come back and talk about whatever dance grid focused. It's got it's so it's so funny. I feel like this is I feel like this is a thing. And I have the little pieces so we could play it. And I feel like it'd be pretty quick, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Because that was the problem with that was my problem with the veil is that you're constantly like looking at this this huge wheel of emotions going, well, what is my best? Like, okay, my my highest stat is in mad. How can I justify doing this with jealousy? Mm. Um, What does that even look like? And you're kind of like waffling around a lot. But like with this, you're like looking at shapes uh, on like on your piece of paper going, can I fit this there? I definitely can't. (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do something different i'm into this i'm into this this is fun yeah yeah there's something here there's something here definitely (laughs) absolutely i'm excited about this yeah i feel like this is i i don't think i've got the next step to it yeah other than just like you know like our pbta schedule of like you know start with this move to this do Mm -hmm. this blah 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 I feel like we're at that next point where that next point is like uh, in a PBTA game. It's like, what are the basic moves? Yeah. And in this, it's maybe like, what do these stats narratively let you do as like the basic things? Right. Yeah. And then like, who are the archetypes? Yeah. We've talked about it in a, in a kind of vague mechanical sense long enough that I think that, yeah, you're right. The next step is, like, what are the specifics? Yeah, I think that like, will help I, I could see define like, some of the stuff that we haven't been able to define yet. Yeah, like I, because I, I could see like I think we got to stick with the same five stats, like <laughs> the, of of stream chaos, of the, freeze, air, and voltage. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that like voltage is like your fit, your like fit, your like ability to do damage. It's your voltage, maybe, and like your freeze is like your, you know sneaking around kind of stuff i don't know i feel like there's there's i i i want to start with that assumption yeah okay and then if we don't like it move back from it no i like it um but I, i'm gonna start a notion page on this maybe tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll make it a shared page with you okay. you, you and me can start can start yeah. fiddling on this yeah, yeah whenever yeah. you have time you know surrounding the holiday season yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah, hmm. there's got to be like someone who's like super like finesse, right? There's got to be like a full on like pop star thing. Mm-hmm. We, we need a we need a rogue, but like a, you know, hyper pop colored rogue. I feel like, God, this is something. And I think it is something like the pop star. Yeah. What is the game I'm trying to think of? So that was a little bit of a blip there because Brandon and I went on a tangent looking up, trying to remember the game Space Channel 5 for the Dreamcast, which was the game that neither of us could remember the name of and that neither of us have played, but is exactly the vibe that we were both imagining. Video game uh, magazines in a certain certain set of years had ads for that constantly. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I didn't buy it because I didn't have a Dreamcast. Oh, I did. It was the best. Uh, Dreamcast is great. I, I played it at a, I had a neighbor that had it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> welcome to our video game podcast. <laughs> uh, but that is definitely like, like that, like that combined with Jet Set Radio combined with like just straight up DDR. Press and down to strum the guitar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like pudding? I should stop looking at this. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to get us anywhere. No. It's not mm-hmm. going to help me make this game. You know what it is? That's what the classes are. The classes are the, the Space Channel 5. The Jet Set Radio, <laughs> the DDR. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Now we just need like a big destructive one. Okay, <laughs> we did it. We came up with our, we are now like, we've had a couple of our best ideas at the very end here of the year. Yeah. Because this, this, this is good. This is good. I still, I, I, we kind of, we, I like, we move past it. I still think that stacking multiple layers of blocks is something. Uh, I could definitely see that being something. There's um, some some mechanic under under which you can g- build upwards. You know what I think it is? Oh wait, I've got it. You can, but those are permanent. Mm. So that's like a like last ditch effort thing. Is it's it like just I'm gonna like stack on top of these and then they stay scene to scene? If you um. Or it, even if it's just something as simple as when you have when you just have the one layer, you can kind of rearrange where they are in your shape to make them mm. fit more. 
Um, yeah. But once you put stuff on the second layer, you can't move the bottom They're layer solid. anymore. Maybe they I still reset that. after the that. scene, but it's like the you're pushing yourself harder. You're doing more things. Yeah. And so you're you're kind of locking in. I like that. I like that. We, there, will, there would have to be some play testing to see if we have like see because the, how big the radar makes a huge yeah. difference. Because we would want people to be sometimes putting stuff up. But probably not filling their second row every single time. Yeah, no. No, oh. that it feels very much like by the end of the by the end of the scene or by the end of the, the session, you're 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 starting to build onto the second layer because you had to push. Yeah, hard. yeah, that, I agree. I agree. <laughs> this gold. <laughs> I do think that this is something it feels very weird. It feels very different. Um, I want to play this. Yeah, I am maybe even more excited about this than our stupid sword forms game. I still have yes. not made a sword forms. Uh, <laughs> I made character. a bunch, but I then need I stopped. To. I made a bunch. Uh, I need to make some. Maybe this. Maybe this winter break. Okay. Winter break. I say as though I go to school <laughs> and have a winter break. Well, we are breaking from the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A little bit. Um, a little. Yeah. <laughs> no more than usual, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's do this. Let's make this thing. I think we should. Stop back and roll productions presents maybe 2024. We put games is, out is the game that we, yeah, it's the, it's, it's, the year we, it's the year we make games together. Yeah. And finish I them. Kinda, honestly, I kind of like that. Cause like, you know, I've, I've been pretty upfront and open online and everywhere about like, you know, experiencing some burnout and, uh, being able to just go like, Hey, we're making this together. This is a shared venture. Feels good. You yeah. Know? I think, I think, <laughs> I think that the one hurdle to that is I need to finish a space between before I can really work on anything else. <laughs> that is also very fair. That is very fair. I think we've, I think we've wrapped this up. Did we want to talk about, uh, three musketeers more? Yeah, sure. You had some so, other, this is our, I love, I love the episodes of the podcast. This that episode are, is brought to us by blue sky <laughs> that Brandon tweeted something. And I went, hmm, that sounds like an episode topic. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's been, I've been kind of like a, I've been a little bit obsessed with the idea yeah because i like i've i've joked about like uh apasionado por apocalipsis being like <laughs> games based on pasiones pasiones i think it's very funny um and there are now at this point a couple of games that are based on pasiones pasiones which is a wild thing to have occurred <laughs> um check out patchwork world it is so cool it is delightful uh classless pbta um, in a way that is just so satisfying. It's so cool. Um, but uh, I started thinking like, hey, what would I do? How, how could I take this like questions format that I liked and like this moves and questions format and build it in a different direction that's like very different from Passion? And I was like, well, clearly it's making a combat-y game. And so I started thinking, like, putting together all the different thoughts and ideas I've had and, like, doing, like, some, like, Roll Under has been so appealing to me lately. Mm -hmm. What if questions give you dice to roll under? Okay. So basically, like, if you're making a move, you'll have some questions, like you would in a uh, Apasionado por el Apocalipsis game. Uh, let's just call them Passion games. <laughs> sure. Like you wouldn't have Passion game. Um, but instead of it being like a modifier to a roll, it's just an additional die. Okay. And then the number of hits you get by rolling under your stat, which looks like a and d stat. Yeah. Is your number of hits on the move. Mm hmm. So what I was starting out with is... I was starting out with like, you know, high fantasy kind of stuff, flirting into the my high fantasy setting is three musketeers -y <laughs> because yeah. I, I like the I, I love politics in games and I love, you know, surprisingly, I love romance and flirtation in games. Weird. So weird. You'd never think of judging by my other work. Um, but it was occurring to me that it could be really cool. I wanted a system that like you can take out multiple enemies and stuff like that and do like the mob fights. And the idea of like looking at your weapon and having like a couple questions on your weapon 
that are like thematically appropriate to it, looking at your sheet, the thematically appropriate stuff, and just like rolling four dice and being like, all right, I took out three guys is so appealing to me. Yeah, that's um, even if it's not rolling. So like I, I, I started playing um, another short adventure of the alien role playing game. Yeah, because it's just the game we the mic one of my groups goes back to frequently. Um, we're doing because it's it just does what it does so well, and we're doing yeah. a like a 1996 uh, Jurassic Park uh, <laughs> module for it. Nice. Um, but the way that that works is um, the way that the game the core game mechanic works is you have attributes and you have stats or skills. Yeah. So you have attributes that are four attributes, and then there's skills that are all associated with the attribute. Okay. And so if you are doing something like um, heavy machinery, heavy machinery is associated with one of the attributes that I can't remember off the top of my head. And so you just you have if you have three in in wits and then two in heavy machinery, you roll five dice. Nice. Yeah. And then you're just looking for sixes. OK. Yeah. Like a, like a world of darkness kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's some stress stuff that's different. But yeah, I like like I like the very quick like. You ask questions, you build the dice pool, you roll, and then you're looking for under a number or you're looking to get sixes or whatever. And so what I'm liking about this is trying to keep it really like PBTAE in terms of like being like moves and being mm -hmm. like little module things that you do. So like I was thinking like, you know, like dancing at the dance. I'm, I'm a, I am a parody of myself, um, <laughs> but like, you know, you you go to the fantasy noble dance thing yeah and like the dance move gives you automatically like um let, let's let's just take right from passion it, it gives you like are you dressed to impress and uh and it gives you like do you have um a higher social rank than your partner mm -hmm. and so you're gonna roll those two you, if if the answer to either of those is yes you're rolling a d20 for each of them right and then additionally you might have abilities that would allow you to put it, put a new question on the move mm. or the dance like location or dance song or your partner might also have questions. And so like your let, let's say the person you're the noble you're dancing with is like super into big brawny heroes, right? <laughs> it's like, are you a, are you a big brawny hero? It, and then boom, yeah. you've got another role. And the moves would be set up to not care about the questions and only care about the hits. Mm -hmm. So regardless of where these questions are coming from, you're able to like put them all together and get consistent move results. And so I was thinking like for the dance yeah. thing, it's like for each hit, you can ask a question that they have to answer honestly. If you have three hits, mm. then you can spend the three hits to like demand a favor of them that they have to do, you know? Like, I like that. with the combat, I was saying any hit, uh, you can do your damage to a threat. Um, or you can spend it like you can spend a hit to stop yourself from getting damaged by a threat or whatever it is, you know. Um, and so by, by building out small moves that each have their own resolution, like a PBTA move. But making it so that it's like always spend hits to do things. You can get like some some things from all sorts of different sources. Yeah. Um, the other thing, like, the other thing that the alien game does is um, because it's doing uh, maybe this is, is something that's useful um, because it's doing you're looking for you're rolling and looking for sixes. You're rolling D sixes. You're looking for sixes. Yeah. If you do any number of sixes, you succeed. And then yeah. if you um, for each skill. And this could be like this. You could do this by um, by the move. But for each of the skills, there's like a list of things you can spend additional successes on. Yes, that's basically exact. Mm -hmm. And so they, it just calls them stunts. And so it can be like you show off, you gain a modifier for later or you you inflict more damage or you pin yeah. the enemy down or you uh, drop you. They, they drop a weapon. That was basically how I started making these things that you'd have like a if you got a hit at all X for each additional hit. Choose like do an additional thing, um, although the probably that depends also, um, 
But what I realized is that makes it so that you can't take actions. You can't roll for an action if you can't answer yes to any of the questions. Mm. And I want people to be able to roll when they have all no's. <laughs> and so what I was thinking I would do is if you have zero dice, you can still roll. On a hit, you get the results and the GM makes a move. And on a miss, the GM is like instructed to make like a hard move. Interesting. So like you still are able to do things even if you don't have the situation set up properly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But. Kind of a like, roll, you know, roll two dice to take be, the lower kind of thing. Like you still roll, but. Yeah, because I didn't want it to be roll two dice and take the lower because I want it to still be. I wanted it to be like if you're rolling with with no modifier, this isn't going well. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's less like <laughs> roll two. To, sorry. It's le- so it's less like roll two and take the lower and more like um, the uh, uh, like a, um, a forge in the dark. Like we're moving our yeah. difficulty up a level like you can still yeah. roll, but it, the results are going to be worse if you roll badly. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And so that's kind of where I'm building into with this a little bit. This has been my my like writing on my phone. Yeah. While watching Christmas movies. <laughs> um, Every move has five questions. And depending <laughs> on how you answer those questions, you build out a radar chart. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to fit. Squares. Well, I so like what I do. Sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. I like the questions from different sources. Like that there, Me too. that there are. That's my favorite thing about that it. There's like a base thing that has maybe two questions about dancing, but then like yeah. maybe you have a dress that gives you an extra question that you can yeah, ask sometimes. Exactly. Or like um, they get to ask you like um, I like I love the idea of um, a class ability that's like whenever someone is doing something, whenever somebody makes a move that targets you, you can always ask them this. Um, because I like, like to get like a negative question, give them like a negative question. Well, uh, or not necessarily, not necessarily, because I was imagining a scene in which like the roguish scoundrel is dancing with the princess for the first time at the ball. And the princess has the, the ability to always ask the question, are you being honest with me? Yeah. And or so are you flirting ro- with me? And so then the roguish gentleman is like encouraged to, uh, to be honest in to this narratively be dance. honest. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I really like that. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking of like kind of the opposite, like that it was that if it was on like an NPC, if it was on someone, it would be like taking away a die from them or like showing a weakness that you and, have. And that is interesting if it's if it's a if if you have a couple playbook moves that are like you can ask, but don't yeah. have to ask, then yeah then you don't then then the reason you would do that move or the then if the roguish scoundrel is dancing with you and you don't care about whether or not they're being honest with you or you know that they're not you don't have to ask that yeah. question um, yeah but you can modify but if you want to help them have more dice to do the, to do their role and also mm-hmm. get the answer to are they being honest with you then you get a piece of that's information great. out of it that's really fun like this is i'm really excited about this mm-hmm and so, like, I love the idea that, like, you know, you've got your playbook that is, like, giving you some moves, giving you some abilities and stuff like that. Um, and it's, like, giving you ways to spend your hits, potentially, and, like, giving you questions to add on to your, your different things. Um, but, like, you also, I, I want to, I, I always, when I'm going into, like, fantasy kind of vibes or combat kind of vibes, I want weapons to feel different. And so you can say, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you're using an axe. You you do not have the question of, like, you know, uh, you, you've got questions that have to do with that, right? Yeah, yeah, I like, I just, I, it's, I like, I mean, it's kind of the, um, uh, when you're doing a move and someone, you can, they can always ask you whatever, they can ask you back kind of stuff. But it's like, yeah. I like moves where if you do a move, if you do a move that's like try to dance with someone 
um, they might willingly engage with that move that you're doing because they get information yeah. or they get something out of it that isn't just yeah. whatever you're trying to do. And it could even be at, at it could be at counter um, interests or just like they're just interested in different things. Yeah. And, and I think that 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 kind of like masksy level of PvP is kind of what I'm aiming for, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm aiming for the full-on Pasión de los Pasiones. Everybody has only their own interests. Yeah. Because, um, because, because the other thing it does is it means that if, if everyone has, like, one or two questions they can ask during any move... Well, yeah. I mean, it, would, you'd have to, it wouldn't be any move, but, like, if you are trying to dance Moves with the princess sense, yeah. and the princess character has a question she can ask or he can ask during... When someone is when trying someone to get information them, out of you. Um, and they aren't asking like and so if you have no other questions that you can ask or if you've answered no for everything and yeah. they choose not to ask you the question of whether or not you're being honest with them then like they don't care about you enough to even know yeah. if you're being honest that is that is the situation in which things are going very badly for you yeah. probably <laughs> yeah then you and if you roll above things are going to be really bad <laughs> yeah yeah um but i'm kind of like so what i'm kind of at the point of right now is listing the basic moves mm -hmm. um i have like i'm kind of i'm i'm trying not to just remake passion <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like part of it is changing like the the intensity of the moves like the importance of the moves like the move for combat in passion is intentionally really really like it's it's not one that's good for you to use yeah if you're using it you've kind of already screwed up <laughs> and like you should use it because pasión is about screwing up yeah um but like you know i you gotta have a demand what you deserve in a <laughs> in a musketeers game you know yeah and it should be a little bit less brutal perhaps yeah yeah like but like I do like the idea that you're going like, you know, when you're demanding satisfaction, like, you know, you're putting your it, it's so annoying that everything around the three musketeers is all like super gendered language. Yeah. Brandon goes into another game with super gendered language. Maybe <laughs> language as a whole should be less gendered. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, like demanding like gentlemanly satisfaction, mm -hmm. you know, like, like demanding honorable satisfaction is like a thing, right? Like that's got to be in it. And that's just demand what you deserve. Then you're cutting off some possibilities by rolling more dice. Like, I feel like that that hits. I feel like that'll work. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, probably accuse someone of lying is <laughs> <laughs> express your love passionately is maybe not a move on its own. Yeah. Accuse but it might be a move for the lover. <laughs> accuse something of lying someone of lying in a in a uh, three musketeers game is just something you're gonna do all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's it is too often. It's not a, it's not a <laughs> move. It's not case. a dramatic moment. It's just no. It's, it's every time you talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, and it probably pairs with demanding satisfaction yeah, of exactly. some kind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have that's, that's interesting. Um, I'll share my notion with you. Yeah, you you have my notion for. It. I'll send you the link. Yeah, for I it. think so. Um, but uh, but I'm gonna keep on kind of tinkering with that one as well. Yeah, God, I, this is giving me too many other ideas, and I have another idea that I've been sitting on. That we can talk about because it's not on the podcast because it's just like a, <laughs> a thing I've been toying with. Um, Do you want to just like say it in like oblique terms? Um, or are you rather keep it close to the chest? I, just, I, I haven't thought about it that much. I literally started okay, thinking about okay. it like as a result of what you were saying in the middle of this okay. episode, <laughs> um, and I need to focus on a space between, which I am going to finish next year. That's my the thing I've said online somewhere. Amazing. Um, but I'm going to say it here on the podcast too. 2024 is the year I finish a space between. Um, just it's almost done it being up to the written. top of that notes document. It's almost being done. Backspace. <laughs> or <laughs> it's almost done. I'm, the layout's going to go fast. I just finishing, need to like finishing finish. games is so hard. Finishing games is so hard. <laughs> I think it's doable. I think I just need to do it. I'm going to push it through. People are going to play it. I'm going to make sure that you and Jeff get to play it. 
Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to play this. I'm game. not going to commit to like it being available. <laughs> I'm not going to commit to it being available in a physical form. But like getting yeah, it to the no. point where I can print and play, like where uh you can pr- like print and figure out how to get playing cards on your own. Yeah. If I can, I think I can get it to the point where you can print on demand everything that you'll need. Yeah. But at the very least, a PDF will be online for everybody. Awesome. That that's a PDF is a game. Yeah. You know, like. My goal has always been to have a deck of cards and all the stuff you need to play for myself. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe a deck uh, and maybe some stuff to send to you and Jeff to make you play it. But uh, yeah, but like, you know, that's just that. like that's just like li- that's laying out the cards, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. Th- it's not like that's nothing. No, but I can lay but out the like, cards. It's that. How do you sell You're really it? good at layout. Oh, it's the yeah. sell it and print it part. That's the hard. But anyway, that is. Um, yeah. It, it, unless you want a whole bunch of copies of the game. Yeah, I don't want a whole bunch of copies yeah. of the game sitting around my house and I don't want to do the i don't want to do the the uh, logistics and and shipping and fulfillment part so but anyway yeah yeah. um it is important to remember what your goals are in game design and design your designs around those goals i have said (laughs) i have said for a long time my own my only goal with this game is to have a version of it online for people to figure out how to play and a physical Mm -hmm. version for my at least myself (laughs) i would love it on my shelf also yeah so if i can Uh, get a couple versions we'll, we'll talk about what that we'll talk about what that is involved in that yeah but anyway, um, so if you want to find us on Twitter or Blue Sky, where all of our episode ideas come from these days, <laughs> um, uh, we are on Twitter together at Stop Back and Roll. Um, I actually have some extra invites, so maybe we should set up a, a Blue Sky account for us. Um, mm, but also yeah, individually, I'm on Twitter still at and the Meltdowns, and I'm on Blue Sky at Maloyable. I'm technically on Twitter, um, but I'm really not using it very much. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I can't be on there with Alex Jones back. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a, a hundred thousand other reasons to not be on there. That was just my personal can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I'm on uh, Blue Sky. I'm checking that. I'm checking occasionally to like you know, hopefully not leave people hanging. But uh. But I am BLG on Blue Sky, and I am Bileon Gambetta on Tumblr, where I'm hoping to get back into <laughs> post making some posts because I love Tumblr. It yeah. was so I never like, used Tumblr. when I was active. I I, I was never on Tumblr either, but like I, I started it. Tumblr recently. It's just a blog, just a bunch of blogs, hmm. um, with the worst reply system that's ever been <laughs> devised for any website. Okay, you can reach so uh, briefly aside you can like essentially quote tweet a post and add hashtags and then the person who made and like people use that to like quote tweet and add context or add their ideas or anything like that but the person who posted it can't reply to that quote tweet if it's all hashtags and so people will say stuff that i'm like oh my god i want to reply to you and I can't. can't. And I just have to live with that. I do and, have a Tumblr account. And yeah, so this that is, is my big frustration me. with Tumblr. I guess but. I am at End the Meltdowns. Oh, okay. End the Meltdowns. Weird screen Tumblr. name. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting's James Malloy. Podcasting's <laughs> James Malloy. <laughs> I have not posted once on Tumblr. Yeah. I follow, it looks like one person. <laughs> So social media is bad. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, all of this is to tell you where we are and tell you that you could be living a more fulfilling life by not being where we are. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We'll give you a fulfilling life. Uh, check it out. Our website, www.stopbackandroll.com. Fulfilling life guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a commitment. I don't know that we're ready to make, but, um, guaranteed. <laughs> We but we make this podcast and those commitments uh, with the support of our Patreon backers, people like Chris Wittich, R- Richard Critzlandry, Refined Ursine, Michael Bowman, Jack Blair, Larry Asmuth, Evan Nyquist, Brian Pemberton, Nariz Roja, and Devin White. If you'd like to support the show and any future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stop hack and roll. If you'd like to support us by being a part of our community, non-financially. Um, and not on Tumblr. Uh, not on Tumblr. Uh, not, not on not on Tumblr, Blue Sky, or Twitter. We could probably get a uh, you could go on Tumblr on one of the one of the other terrible places to be Discord. 
Um, our Discord is very nice. I really appreciate our Discord. Um, we are at tinyurl.com slash shr discord. And I think like we have a great time there. Mm-hmm. Lots of awesome discussion. Lots of awesome discussion on a bunch of different topics. We try to be very friendly. Um, I think the people make things quite quite possibly the longest running game of masks period true, yeah. is, is hosted there. Um uh, not not by James or I. We're we're largely completely <laughs> uninvolved in it. But uh, I want to. That was one thing I want to do in 2024. Play more games. Start getting play, in, play a wanna tabletop play, game. I want to play more games. Play a table. Play any tabletop game. <laughs> yeah, I played um uh, all I want for Christmas to get out of this in mall with uh, okay, Jeff, and then true. I'm like, what if I play a game? Yeah, <laughs> that Weird. might be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, go there. Check us out. tinyurl.com slash Discord. I have so many games that like the people that I play regularly with, because um, I have a couple groups that I play regularly, um, that they're just like games that they would not be interested in or games that I kind of just want to, mm. uh, more people that I want to play that I've actually been thinking about like, what if I just did like a Friday, Thursday night, like drop in, drop out, like set up a Calendly and like the first five people who respond get to play and like, I don't know. I, I've been I, thinking about doing I that. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. But, but my schedule is like, my schedule is such that I can't do that right now. Yeah. But I would love to do that. You know what game I want to play? What? That I think we have some people that might be interested. This, this is maybe not great podcast material, <laughs> but uh, uh, Court of Blades. Mm. But we should include it because this is a really cool looking game. Court of Blades from uh, a couple of Drake's design studio. It's like a uh, intrigue, romance, magic uh it's like high politics i and i want to play it and i think that i think that uh that like we could have some fun with it yeah the game that i've got a table in mind (laughs) i mean the game that i always want to play is urban shadows but the other game that i really want to play is deathmatch island which is a uh, oh okay hat game but it's just like it is it is hands down the most aesthetic game I think I'm sure I've showed you pictures of it. It's easily the most aesthetic game I've ever seen, period. <laughs> it's so on point. I want to make a game that looks like this. Um, it's 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 a uh, battle royale. By old dog games. I am such a fan of this website. I don't. Too. Yeah, the website's so good. It's a, it's just That's a gorgeous good, game folks. and it's it's very aesthetic. I want to play. It's got like um, it's got a lot of really cool. Like, again, I know nothing about the rules because every time I just get sucked into looking at what the game looks like, and that's what I want. <laughs> there are uh, there are games like that 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 like I know how Court of Blades plays because I I have been I, I read it very quickly when I first got it, and I I need I want want to do a deeper read on it. But that is also like such an aesthetically beautiful game. But yeah, so that's that. Um, I might do that yeah, in so the community. So 2024, we're gonna finish a game. We're going to publish games together and we're going to actually some play some games. tabletop games. Yeah. Man, community games. Love it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> if you can figure out. Okay. So if, if all of those, if all of those things that we said we're going to do next year are shapes and you can figure yeah. out um, how to make them all fit on our, uh, our radar chart. Mm hmm. I don't know how I was going to work that into an ending. Uh, and don't forget to stop back but and roll, Don't forget roll, to stop baby. back and roll. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget to. My radar chart for scheduling things is so small. Yeah.